0: Before we start the show we just want to let you know we're a part of bardrock network sponsored by dragon master games dragon master games is a local game store with an online storefront where you can get ttrpg products and collectibles including trading cards just go to their website in the show notes and write in the comments bardrock network sent you you can also support the network by subscribing to our patreon or ko-fi to access network-wide bonus content get shout outs on network shows Receive network swag and get invited to our several annual community game nights. Anyway, on with the show.
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to session one of Dungeons Dialogue. I'm Paul, and I'm one of the producers from the network, Bard Rock Network, and I'm going to be your DM for the Dragons of Icefire Peak. Uh, With me, I have all of my wonderful cast members, minus uh, John, who could not be here today. John's hopefully going to join us in session two. Uh, So I'm going to just dive right in then. Driven from lands farther north by more powerful dragons, a young white dragon named Cryovane has ascended upon the Sword Mountains, claiming the snow-capped range as its domain. Typical of its kind, Cryovain is dim-witted and cruel. The dragon patrols the skies around Spire Peak, surveying its territory while hunting for food and easy treasure. With each passing day, the dragon's domain grows as it ranges farther across the land, preying on anything it can catch with its claws or freeze to death with its icy breath sightings of the dragon becoming more common as its attacks. A crumbling fortress on the northeast spur of Icefire Peak serves as the dragon's lair. Cryobin seized the icy fortress from a tribe of savage orcs, killing the orc warchief and forced the tribe's survivors to flee into the foothills and forests. Enraged by the death of their warchief, the orcs have called upon ancient allies, evil shape-shifting half-orc spellcasters, who bless and advise them. These half-orcs worship Talos, an evil god of storms, and many dwell in the dark depths of Neverwinter Wood. In stormy weather, they gather on remote hilltops to summon Gorthok the Thunderborn, a primal entity that serves Talos. light like the god it serves, Gorthok delights in destruction. The orcs aren't the only creatures thrown into upheaval by Cryovain's sudden arrival. A manticore, driven from its mountaintop nest by the roaming white dragon, has migrated to the foothills, and begun terrorizing folks in the outskirts of the mining town of Phandalin. Other monstrous regions have been similarly displaced. You all arrived in the frontier town of Famlin, built on the ruins of a much older settlement. Hundreds of years ago, Fandlin was a thriving human town, whose people were firmly allied with neighboring dwarves and gnomes. Uh, before an orc horde swept through the area and laid waste to the settlement, and Fandlin was abandoned for centuries. In the last three or four years, settlers from the cities of Neverwinter and Waterdeep have begun the hard work of reclaiming the ruins of Fandlin. The new settlement is home to the front farmers, woodcutters, fur traders, and prospectors drawn by stories of gold and platinum in the foothills of the Sword Mountains. The arrival of the White Dragon threatens to destroy all they've worked to rebuild. Uh, so you all have been given the map of Phandalin. Uh Why don't we just go through in, in, in an order, we, and we can, uh, all right, you, you guys, why don't we do an initiative roll for Funskis? And we'll, that will determine what order everybody enters the town.
2: That's a 16 for me. <laughs>
1: Well,
3: alrighty. I had nat 20 for the first roll of the session. Nice. For a 23. That
2: bodes well. Knock on wood.
3: Or poorly.
4: <laughs> <laughs> and there's a juicy eight over here.
1: What'd you have, Sarah? Eight. Eight. Okay, and then, uh, Kira, are you the 16? I haven't got you different voices yet. hmm And then, Carly, what did you get?
5: I oh, got a beautiful six.
1: Six, okay. Alright, so Alright, so let me see if I, I'm gonna give my cheat sheet here to make sure I have everyone by character names now that I've got your initiatives. Uh is it pronounce Merzel? Yep. Merzel, You arrive in the town of Fandolin. Uh and let's just say for say, the sake argument you you all bought maps of the town. They came with like a map pack, so you know where you're going. You know it's around the town. That's uh, code for, I gave you all a map, because the module said to do so. Uh, where would you like to go? Uh, he would probably first head to, I'm going to guess the Stonehill Inn is the only tavern in town. Uh, the Stonehill Inn is the only tavern in town, according to the module. Uh, I if there's, if there's a more detailed map, which... I, you know, we'll get more into this stuff in the behind the scenes at Fireside like Chat style episodes. But there's a more detailed map of Fandal, and I don't know what half those locations are. So maybe. But yeah, the Stonehill Inn is the intended inn. It's uh, the only one that
3: sounds like an inn. All right. um, so yeah, you'd probably head into there first. Firstly, for a drink, a, preferably a very large one. Uh, and just like listen, see if there's any jobs to get.
1: All right. The modest two-story roadhouse has six rooms for rent on the upper floor. Uh, bed for the night costs five silver. While a meal costs one silver. Prior, you see, is a short, friendly male human named Toblin Stonehill, uh, native of the, of the town of Tribord to the east. Uh, and he... I've got a bunch of detail here, but let's get into the uh, thing. Ah, hello there, traveler. What can I do for you? Yeah, uh, just rolling into town looking for
6: whatever sort of you got to drink and uh any jobs
1: you got to work. Alright, what how strong do you like your drinks? I have I have uh dwarven things as strong as dwarven ale, and I have things as weak as Keystone Light. I'll start with the ale and see if that's good enough. Alright, he pours you a glass of ale. Uh you drink it? Yeah, I'll sit down at the bar and take a drink. Alright, roll me a constitution check to see how you take your
3: alcohol. Do I get advantage from being a sailor? Uh, Specifically you know, a pirate? Sure.
1: Hell yeah. I love giving, I'm also big as heck. I love giving advantage on meaningless checks. Uh, so it's so, uh, 14? 14 is where I set the DC. You are golden. You are just having a good time. And so that, uh, any work to be had in this uh, podunk little town you got here? Oh, yeah, sure. The, uh, Town Masters Hall has jobs posted on a job board. Uh, but, you know, most of the jobs around the town, like, there's... It's been utter chaos the last few months because there was a dragon that came into town. And it's hmm. been causing chaos in the surrounding area. Not of goal to be had in killing dragons, though. I mean, for the right price, maybe, but, uh, you know, I don't... Like I said, the Town Masters Hall will tell you more about that. Uh, what I can tell you is, uh... If you want to hear tales of the surrounding area, west of Phandalin, on the coast, is an old stone lighthouse. Ships were drawn to the gleaming tower like moss to flame, doomed to crash upon its rocks. But I believe they're filled, those wrecks must be filled with treasure. So that might be a good... If you're looking to make a quick buck, that might be where you want to go.
6: Yeah, I probably know a few of the sea Rats that
1: crashed over there, too. Uh, why don't you roll a history check to see if you do?
6: Uh, okay.
3: I don't have proficiency in history, so what do I care? It's uh, seven. You
1: have no idea. If you have friends that landed there, that you haven't heard from them in a while, but you've not heard about their ships crashing that area. Yeah, they're probably dead.
3: lighthouse, huh? And yeah, Merzel will just kind of sit and think, take his drink um, to let other people join in.
1: All right. Did you want me to describe him at all? Sorry, I completely yeah. forgot to do yep. that. Oh yeah, that's that's fine. That's there's never like a good time. Like, oh yes, this is when we join the session. So, uh, yeah. What does the barkeep see across the the aisle from him?
3: Yeah. So, uh, Merzel is a very large man. Uh, he is six foot uh, ten, half orc with um, like the traditional olive green skin, but you can tell it has been tanned well um, by the sun, so it is um, a little darker than usual. Um, a messy, like, wild mane of uh, bright orange hair um, that is, uh, goes down to about his shoulders and it's kind of tied up in a loose ponytail up the top as well. Um, his name is Merzel Halftooth, which anybody who looks at him can get a look at that name as one of his tusks is significantly smaller than the other. Uh, and he also has a scar over that portion of his mouth. Um, that's a story you'll get if you get him drunk enough. Um, but he wears pretty heavy leathers, um, heavy leather boots, thick leather pants. Um, he wears a, uh, like a pirate's coat. Um, you can tell it has seen better days. It's a little ratty. Um, and like, there's that line from faded salt of, you know, where it had been in the water. Um, and across his back is a sword that is far too large for any normal
1: man to wield. Um, But he's not any normal man. All right. So you're kicking back drinks, uh, chatting with the bartender. It's it's relatively slow. It's like late afternoon, It's not quite five o'clock yet. So it's like the the, uh, happy hour hasn't started yet. Uh, Let's go over to uh, Alexander. Alexander, you arrive shortly after Marzel. Uh, You also have a good lay of the land from a map you received that led you here. Uh, where do you want to go? And actually introduce what your character looks like. What, is, what do townsfolk see as you walk into the town? So,
2: his appearance may be slightly um, disconcerting in the way that people are like not exactly wanting to make friends with him, but that's very, very carefully curated. Um, Alexander is a moon elf with pale skin and... Um, hair that's mostly whitish with a tinge of lavender, but he's dyed the ends to be almost a dark purple. A dark purple so dark it's almost black. And he kind of slinks into town. He's wearing his favorite clothing, which is dark purples and blacks with accents of silver. And he is going to straight head... uh, head straight for the Fandolin Miners Exchange in search of good paper and ink.
1: All right, so you make your way into the uh, Miners Exchange. Uh, the miners here come to valuables, fines weighed, measured, and paid out. Uh, it's also our unofficial records office for registering claims to various streams and excavations around the area. Enough wealth is hidden in the nearby streams and valleys to support a good number of independent prospectors. Uh, there's a it's a great place to meet people who spend a lot of time out and about in the countryside. Uh, the first person you meet and you, and you run to the front desk is a guildmaster, uh, the calculated uh, human woman, Halia Thornton. I said, oh, he- hello, my dear. How can I help you?
2: Oh, I was looking for a general store. Perhaps I went to the wrong place. I couldn't quite find a... Do you know where I might find parchment and ink around here? Um, I don't think these... Miners are my type of
1: people. <laughs> uh, oh, you have, a, you have a problem with miners? then you might be in the wrong town, my dear. Uh, but Barthon's provisions should have all of your general equipment like pens, quills, uh, backpacks, bedrolls, rope, and rations. Is there anything I can help you with while you're here?
2: Well, while I'm here, anything interesting happening? Any large sums of money coming your way or any sort of interesting news I might like to hear? <laughs>
1: Uh, well, the orcs have come down from the mountains to prey on the lowlands, and if Neverweather doesn't help soon, the orcs are going to overrun Vandal and destroy everything we've worked so hard to rebuild. That's one of the biggest issues facing the town right now. I guess there's this dragon. Uh, people are calling him Cryovane. He drove the orcs from their home, I think, is what I've heard the rumored bill say. Intriguing. Yeah, but now they're trying to claim whatever land they can, so they're terrorizing everybody because they they don't they don't have a home for themselves right now.
2: Odd. Dragons sound fun, though. Um, and Alexander is going to turn on his tail and walk out and head towards Barthen's provisions. And essentially, that's it.
1: <laughs> all right. Well, you get to Barthon's positions. And uh, so he has anything you need. First of all, how much gold do you have for starting gold? Uh... Yeah, you know, your background's gonna vary somewhere between like five gold and twenty-five gold, depending on what your background is. I don't know offhand how much gold it should be assigned to you, but
2: Yeah, I'm uh, sorry. It's if you're looking my... for pen and
1: ink, it's like it's a partial amount of silver, he can hook you up. That's fine.
2: Yeah, um where is it in my D beyond? Uh Yeah, I think it's ten gold. So I'm just gonna
1: 10 gold for a quill and ink?
2: No, 10 gold. I have 10 gold, so I'm just going to pay. Oh, you have 10
1: gold. Okay. I'm going to pay for yeah, the pen and
2: ink and sit outside the, um, yeah. sit outside the store in All a right. shadowed corner.
1: All right. Well, when you go into the store, uh, from prior Elmar Barthon is a lean and balding human man about 50 years old. And you also see two young clerks, Andrew and Thistle who are l- helping load and unload the wagons outside. Uh, it's like oh yeah Ben yeah sure uh, you new in town sir
2: I just wandering looking for something interesting
1: uh uh yes we we don't get many vampires around here so it's well, it's great to have you here just uh, don't as long as you aren't like one of those vampires that like eats people right
2: I actually hate the taste of blood I much prefer bone marrow <laughs>
1: all right roll intimidation plus one
2: okay um that's a four. <laughs>
1: He looks unamused, although he does realize that he probably shouldn't have made fun of you for being pale.
2: (laughs) So, I'm just gonna... He's given me a bad impression, so I'm just gonna Uh, pay for my things and leave, essentially.
1: That's fine. So you go out to, like, a corner alley by this building is what you're doing?
2: Exactly. I want to look like a suspicious person.
1: (laughs) Alright, well, you do hear uh, his two uh, clerks unloading the wagons outside... I talk about how Falcon's hunting lodge is the only safe haven to never enter wood. Uh, how it lies deep in the forest along River's Edge. Wealthy nobles are venturing there under the Falcon's protection. Uh, you hear Falcon is a retired veteran of many wars. I said he'll offer free room and board to anyone who brings him a bottle of wine. You know, apparently, that's why people traveling through the wood, that's like how they're getting safe passage from the dragon and the orcs. Is what you can gather. Well,
2: that's good to know.
1: All right, so you're lurking in a uh, in the alley. Uh, Tev, what? not, uh, you enter Neb- winter? What do folks see?
4: As Tev enters, it's not that big of a deal. She kind of blends in very common clothes, very shipped hair. But she walks with determination and focus towards uh, what she can of the...
1: Orchard. All right, so you get to the orchard, and you see a bunch of farm hands picking. Uh, I, I honestly, I do not know what kind of produce you grow in the northern parts of the Sword Coast offhand. That is, I'm using DM. The uh, that module does not tell me what things are growing in the orchard. you see them picking produce. I mean, it's an orchard, so I'm assume apples. Let's yeah, say uh, apples. Probably
4: apples or uh, pears.
1: Yeah. All right. So, yeah, so you see them uh, pick, you see them picking fruit. Uh, you do see, like, uh, there's, like, someone running a stand where, like, they're selling fruit. Like, oh, can I interest you in an apple picking? Yes,
4: actually. I was wondering if you had a small shipment of your recent, uh... She rubs her neck, you know... Uh, some more experimental uh, pieces of apples, perhaps ones that are a little bit more liquidated.
1: Ah, I see. Are you are you looking for uh, Are you looking for? I'm forgetting the word. Cider. Are you looking for cider?
4: Cider, but additional plus if it's moonshine.
1: Ah, uh, actually, we uh, so we actually just sent that shipment off. We processed it. It actually is over at the Stonehill Inn. do uh, that's sell- where you can, that's going to be where you can find a delicious glass of spiked cider.
4: Okay. Well, thank you for your assistance. I look forward to seeing more. Oh.
1: Uh, here, uh, you know, I, what do we charge you a silver for? Here, have a fresh apple. I mean, just tosses you an apple.
4: Thank you, and the silver you sent
1: and nope, I'm not, not charging anything that that one's on the house just because I had oh, we had a delightful conversation and you seem like a wonderful person
4: thank you and a good day to you too my good sir and she puts an additional uh, apple into her pocket as she walks away
1: all right do you make your way over to the Stone hill inn ye
4: Yes, but she's going to stand outside for a little bit, see what types of people po- go in and out. All
1: right. Well, I'm going to go ahead and say that as you arrive and you're standing outside the inn, you watch as a large half-orc dressed in leathers uh, marches his way in. Just as you arrive, you see him walking in, and you see a couple of patrons uh, meandering out. There's just like the town's mostly humans at this point, although there are some dwarves and gnomes. Uh, you know, but if you, I, uh, it's Right now we're on the cusp of happy hour, so not a whole lot of people. But that half work does catch your eye.
4: Interesting. Tev will uh, wait a few minutes and then go in and find a nice
1: corner to sit in. All right. Uh, so we'll, we'll put you we'll put you back in that scene in a minute. Uh, Ashlyn, you enter the city. What does everybody see?
5: Well, so Ashlyn doesn't enter through a road. She's not really one for roads. Um, she probably just comes like over the hills and out of the trees. She just follows her own path. But what you would see is about a five foot two human woman, uh, long pale white hair that is just unbound and just kind of scraggly and everywhere. Doesn't look like she takes great hair of it care of it. Um, and she's dressed in like seafoam blue and orange colors. Uh, she's wearing this giant like sweater dress. So think about if a human took a giant sweater from a giant and then just like cut it up to make it a dress. And that's what she's wearing. Um, she has pieces of like Paduk wood, that red wood wrapped around one of her arms as like a makeshift shield and it always kind of just is wrapped around her arm Um, but the biggest thing people will notice about her is this kind of always vacant expression on her face like she's there but also not there at the same time and she probably just came straight over the hills and she is heading to the orchard but she's going in the back and is probably just like once she gets a few rows in she's just gonna lay down under the trees for a little while that sounds nice i like trees they are nice to me all
1: right so you do that uh why don't you just roll me a, a straight d20 luck check to see whether or not any of the uh, farmhands find your presence annoying because you haven't paid, you are, first of all, have not paid for the picking, you're not walking around the basket. Uh, you're just like lounging in their area where they're trying to pick produce. So uh, just a straight up and down luck check.
5: I rolled an 11.
1: An 11, it, you know, that's that's the higher of the two sets of numbers. So uh, you get a couple funny looks, but they just kind of walk around you and you just take a pleasant nap.
5: I do. It's really nice and it smells good. And oh, well, the park is warm, I like this. This is nice.
2: Just can stay here for
1: a Christina, I'm all caught up in my favorite actual play podcast. What should I do? All of them? Even my podcast, Agents of Damned? That's right. Your show's excellent, but I'm up to date on that one, too. I'm not sure what to check out next. Yeah, I know. There's just so many excellent actual play productions out there, it can be overwhelming to choose one.
0: Not to worry, friends. I can make some recommendations.
1: Oh my gosh, it's multi-talented TTRPG actual play performer and professional musician Marty Balmer.
0: That's right. Just check out my new podcast, College of Whispers. We're the actual play book club that can help you find your new favorite production. Join me and my co-host, Vicky, every month as we review and analyze different productions in a spoiler-like format that's both entertaining and informative.
2: Wow, that sounds great. You don't just look at the big-name productions, right?
1: Yeah, I feel like whenever I ask for podcast recommendations, the same handful of super popular mainstream shows is all I get suggestions for.
0: Not to fear. On College of Whispers, we look at a mix of big names and indie productions, so the scrappy up-and-coming shows can get their moment in the sun as well.
1: Well, I'm sold. I'm gonna go download College Whispers on my favorite podcatcher right now. Thanks, Marty.
0: Wait, Paul, we're part of the Bard Rock Network now. How is any of this news to you?
1: Give them a listen, everybody!
0: Hey folks, we just want to take a break from the action to let you know how you can support the show. As part of Bard Rock Network, you can support us through a number of affiliate programs where a portion of your order goes to support the network. Everyone loves dice, right? FanRoll Dice make dice of all shapes and sizes, as well as accessories like trays, bags, and towers. Or maybe you want to take better campaign notes. Just check out Minva RPG and look at their assortment of campaign journals and tools. Finally, you can level up your game night with tea or coffee from Many Worlds Tavern. In addition to delicious tea and coffee, they have stickers, tokens for your favorite trading card games, and playmats. Qualifying orders even come with free dice. All those affiliate links can be found in the show notes, and you just need to use code Cafe at checkout to save on your order. That's Bard Rock Cafe, all capitals, no spaces.
1: So, before, before I jump back and issue order to Marzel, uh, at this point, would Tev have gone to the tavern a few minutes have passed? Yes. Alright, so, uh, Tev, you... Uh, the saloon... I'm going to assume the saloon doors, because saloon doors are awesome. Uh, the saloon doors swing open to the tavern. You walk in, you see a couple tables of uh, human and dwarf patrons. Uh, one table of three humans, one table of three dwarves. And sitting at the bar, you see this large, uh, cumbersome half-orc. And you see the... the uh, Help the barkeep making conversation with the half work. Oh, you say you used to be a pirate, sir. That's very interesting. Uh, what crew did you serve with? I did the thing where I was muted and I wasn't
3: supposed to be.
6: <laughs> I okay. used to be a pirate, I still am.
1: Oh, you I still are. The Shadow Song. Ah, oh, the Shadow Song, the Shadow Song. I'm going to do a little history check to so get this guy heard of you. 13, he has not heard of you. Like, ah, oh, you must, it, yeah. uh, must be a smaller time crew. Listen here, you got good ale. Uh, so I'd recommend
6: shutting up before I drown you in it.
1: Ah. ah I see. That that that's fair. Uh, I uh, you young lady, can I get you anything? Small time fucker crew. Oh Motley Crew, I love that bar troop. Haha! Is anyway, he a uh to, to have? Uh yeah, well the barkeep just kind of flagged me over because he's behind the counter. Uh he's like what can I get you a table? Would you like to sit at the bar?
4: I'll, I'll, I'll stay at the bar. And just a cool, nice little sir. Uh,
1: of course. Uh what can I what can I get you? Uh,
4: yeah, I heard that you got a freshman shipment in today from uh, your local orchard. Uh, do you happen to have they shine.
1: I do. I have some of the finest hard cider this side of Waterdeep, and he, pour, he pours you a glass, sets it down. Like that'll be one silver.
4: She passes it over.
1: All right, fantastic, young lady. Should I start you a tab?
4: Well, I'll start with this for now, and then she'll take her apple out and start munching on that.
1: All right, so you two are sitting next to each other it's up to you whether or not you want to socialize otherwise I, I would just move on What what is, let me put it this way what is Merzel doing now uh, the barkeep has moved away from you because you have frightened him.
3: yeah uh, so yeah, Merzel was probably just like muttering into his drink for the moment um, and giving himself just a second to calm down he's not like on the verge of jumping across the bar and like strangling this dude but he is like a little annoyed with him.
1: All right. All right, so we will leave you two. You two are just sitting beside each other, uh, silently having drinks. Uh, Alexander, back to you. You're in your alley, and let me pull up the app here. You're uh, you're over by uh, Barthons, yes? Yes. Uh, so from your vantage point in the alley, you do catch the eye of a large half-orc entering a tavern, followed a few minutes later by a tiefling woman.
2: I, best, I guess I better go look for a job. Um, Alexander is going to hop up from his little corner and not saunter. That implies confidence. He's going to slink towards the bar. <laughs> um, he's just going to open the door, kind of look around for a sheltered table and seat himself
1: <laughs> right, you get the same bowed response because I'm not going to give this barkeep four unique introductions. And yeah, says, what what can I get you, sir?
2: Um, just something simple, please. I don't care.
1: Something <laughs> uh, simple. Ah, I'll give you the house specialty, Keystone Light, imported from Waterdeep.
2: Sounds great to me.
1: And he pours you what looks like glass of water, and he just he watches. He like. Actually roll a perception check.
2: Uh okay. That's a seventeen.
1: Uh you see him slyly casting the spell press the digitation on the water to turn it the color and flavor of beer. Ah. Uh, <laughs> and uh, uh, hand you the glass.
2: Can't can't trick a mage with your own trick and he's gonna press the digitation and um just do a little poof of purple fel- like flowers or something. It was like Something actually alcoholic, please.
1: <laughs> oh. Okay, when you said something simple, I was like, I can't get simpler than that. <laughs> Alright, that's fine. And and he pours you an actual beer this time.
2: Thank you. Appreciate the trick too. Maybe I'll use it sometime else.
1: But, that, and he like leans into you and he whispers, Ah, that's a trick I use for uh when I think someone's getting a little too much and they refuse to let me close out their tab and they're like, oh no, I'm good. I just pour them a couple glasses of that, if you know what I mean.
2: <laughs> Good to keep in mind. I'm going to try and scope out the two sitting at the bar. Um, can I do, like, an investigate check or something just to see what they're up All to? Right. I mean, obviously, they're sitting in silence, but I'd like to learn a little bit more about them.
1: I don't know would you be going to be able to tell other than the appearances they gave from investigation check if they're not actively conversing.
2: All right, then. I'll just sit and stare awkwardly but, at the back of their heads.
1: Uh, tell you what, though, there's, uh, you, I will say that you uh, did hear, like, probably the tail end of that conversation that the two did have as you walked in before you took your table. Mm-hmm. So you did catch that uh, that Morzel was a sailor of some sort, maybe a pirate. If you want to, you can roll a history check to see if you've heard of his ship. The DC is going to be set at 14, which the, uh, the, the, the uh, barkeep did not hear. Oh, uh, 17
2: again.
1: Yep, was 17. You have heard of this ship. Uh Morzel, you want to tell us more about your pirate ship? Uh
3: yeah, I mean they weren't they were not big time. Morsel is just sensitive in some ways about it. Um, okay. but it was run by a uh Drow actually, the captain. Um Oh god, now I can't remember his name. Davil. Um And yeah, like we we're a pirate crew. Pretty typical pirate stuff. Um, Merzel was the bosun on it. Um, but it got, it got got by whatever Faerun's equivalent of a navy is.
1: Ah. Okay, so that, uh, you would know the captain, uh, the ship, and that they had been got. got. Uh, you wouldn't recognize, because Merzel didn't have, like, a role that would have been like, oh yeah, the famous pirate Merzel. Uh You don't recognize him right away, but you do recognize all that other stuff from the backstory.
2: Okay. Uh, Alexander's gonna stand up from his table, walk up to... um, Marzin, I think. I I don't know. uh, Marzul. 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 He's gonna be like, Hey, big guy. Sorry about what happened to your ship. Heard they got absolutely blasted by that... Bastard from the Navy. I can't even remember his name. How was it? Tell me the story. I'm bored in this town.
3: You intentionally trying to piss me off?
2: Not intentionally. And like Merzel
3: won't even like turn around to look at him.
2: Not intentionally but I am good at pissing people off when I want to. And he's gonna slide right next to him on the other side of the seat.
1: Oh yeah, I heard of the Admiral who took down their ship. I believe his name was Admiral Nelson.
2: Admiral Nelson.
1: That's just me being cute because Admiral Nelson is a a brand of rum. Mm. (laughs) Hmm. Yeah,
6: at least it wasn't that Cam Morgan. He'd never betray us. (laughs) Look here, kid. I don't know you. You don't know me. So I'm not gonna kick your ass yet. But, uh, word of the wise is next time if you know guys from a ship that got sunk, yeah, maybe don't use that as your opener.
2: Well, I don't know much else about you other than that you've got a sword the size of me on your back, and that's not exactly a great conversation starter either.
6: Actually I much would have preferred that.
2: Hmm. With that, Alexander is out so of the So you sort of <laughs> wander
6: around from bar to bar?
2: I usually don't frequent bars. I I do enjoy a good library. But there isn't one in this godforsaken town. But you know I enjoy a bit of um, adventuring on the side to pay for my interests. What about you? What's got a sailor here in, uh, I forget the name of the town. Phandalin. Phandalin.
6: Well, you know, the aforementioned fucking sinking of my ship doesn't exactly leave me with a whole lot of prospects out there on the sea. So, the ships are fucking expensive, so gotta start somewhere. Truth.
2: And what about you? He's gonna peek over or sideways past the uh, giant and look at the tiefling lady and say, what's your deal? Kind of. Tev kind of looks up.
4: Oh! I'm sorry, are you talking to me? Uh. I, I'm sorry, didn't quite heal you. She kind of flips a little bit of her ear hair back and reveals her more pointy ear. Sorry, I happen to have at least some decent hearing as a half-elf, but mm, you don't need to push too much for info. Unless you're looking for something else.
2: I'm sorry?
1: <laughs> I I, so I need to check that. because I, Maybe I wrote down in my notes. I thought that Tev was a tiefling. Are you a half-elf? Half-elf, yes. Oh. That is the DM's bad, everybody.
2: <laughs> and you, just, half-elf,
1: what's nice your a deal?
2: Uh, well,
4: it's a lot calmer than um, whatever your boring deal is, my dear. I am lost in the sauce. I am so sorry. Uh, Tev kind of puts down the cider. I I think I drank a little quickly.
2: Uh,
4: oh, that reminds me.
1: You had a glass of alcohol. Go ahead and roll a town check. Fifteen. 15, yeah, you're holding your liquor just fine. It's almost like you sought out the exact drink you like drinking, and you're used to it.
4: And I'm just being like, I am sorry. I am purposefully doing exactly what I meant to do. Um, She kind of stares off into the distance, kind of lost in thought, but also hoping things get dropped.
1: Uh, I'll tell you what, If you're, it sounds like you're all in the market for a job, the barkeep says. I'll uh, tell you what, uh, the I know you, uh, you young lady, you mentioned the uh, you came from the orchard. Uh, they were actually supposed to bring me a, a bushel of apples for me to uh, bake some pies and such. And I haven't heard back from them. I'll give you each five gold if you just head over to the orchard and pick up my bushel of apples for me.
2: Sounds like a good deal to me. But I can't carry it.
1: <laughs> I, mean, I mean, you can take my cart, that's fine. And you see, like, in the back, a cart being pulled by a mule.
2: How old
4: is that mule? It looks like it's on its last legs, dear.
1: Uh, I mean, he just looks at you real funny. It's like, you judging my mule?
4: She stares back. Well, you better be taking care of your elderly ass.
1: I'll have you know Annabeth is the finest ass this side of Waterdeep. (laughs) Straight
4: face. She better be. Fine, we'll take your ass and haul over whatever it is, as long as you do me one favor, sir.
1: Uh, What's that, lass?
4: Can you let me stay for the night free? And for my friends
1: here. I think we're going to be crashing. Uh, I'll tell you what. What I'll I'll do is I will pay you each fine. It's just a few silver for the night. That's fine. I can add a few silver to the payment, basically. Uh, You know, I'll even throw in a nice dinner for you all.
4: Okay. An extra cider.
1: Uh, you, You had to push your luck. Roll Persuasion. I was going to give you all that without a Charisma check, but now you're rolling Persuasion. Try a twenty-one. Yep, yep. I will give you each a free round of drinks too. One free round of drinks, but you got to get me those apples.
4: All right, consider it done, dear. And oh, she just kind of hops off the stone. make her way to the side.
2: I'm gonna follow.
1: Oh. Morris will take the job.
3: Oh, I, I got to think because he's not super keen on it, but also, you it- have to play
1: the party. You can't just say no. It's definitely not a contrivance to get to the fourth party member at all. Yeah, no, i fun Fine. Fuck it, whatever.
6: I got nothing else to do.
1: Alright, so you all head out in the cart, and I... The module didn't give me an encounter table, so you make your way peacefully to the... Uh, to the orchard. And as you see, the boom made with the bush of apples. Uh, they move a couple of barrels that have apples, and like, What are you doing sleeping in the orchard? Huh? This this isn't this isn't just a place you can sleep. You you homeless? Where about? Go find go get a place at the inn or something. And they like throw an apple at you, like try and discourage you from being on their property. Yes, the the Stonehill Inn. If you need a place to sleep, go there. We don't take to uh, your kind here. They they definitely think you're like a derelict person.
6: Oh
5: well. Thanks for the apple. I'll just go find a different tree. It's nice. And she'll just, like, start wandering off through the orchard. Once again, probably not towards a road. Maybe near a road, but she prefers the grass under her bare feet.
1: All right, well, because you are next to the party's delivery, the party does see you, and they see you wandering off. Can you see that
6: Huh. You think this place is big enough to have, uh, unhoused people? Yes. yes. Hey, you alright? Are you, like, fucking lost or something?
5: Oh. I'm not lost. I just don't know where I'm going. I'm pretty sure that's what lost means. Like
6: <laughs>
5: no, I know where I am. I just don't know where I'm going.
6: Can you tell us where you are? are or I'm in an
5: orchard,
6: you you silly. So are you. I'm just gonna, like, lean to the others in the cart. Yeah, I think this one here is a few apples short of an orchard. <laughs> uh,
1: quick, administer a field sobriety test.
6: <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I'm the one to be administering field sobriety tests.
2: We've all had a drink. I, I
6: haven't. neither is Moonshine, lady.
2: You seem like you have. I- Moon shot. Or something else.
1: The, yeah. And the, the guy who's running the orchard is like, oh my God, I don't care how you get off my property, go to the inn, or if you don't get off my property right now, I'm going to call the guards.
5: I was leaving. And- They're the ones that stopped me. And then she'll just keep walking back and she'll actually turn around and wave. Um, And as she does, you'll hear in all, all of your heads, including the person who was trying to kick her out, you'll just hear, bye! And you'll notice her mouth isn't moving. It was just in your head. See you later!
6: I don't like that. I don't like that one bit.
4: Ted is confused. She says that loud. Huh? Mm
0: Huh?
5: And she starts walking towards the town. She's not walking on a road, though. Uh.
6: Alright, well, we weren't paid to pick up strange women lying in orchards.
4: I don't know what your Saturdays are like, but a same.
6: I've seen weird shit on the seas. That's quite possibly the weirdest.
4: Tev just kind of tries to catch up with this spirit. She's like, hey, hey. Huh? What? Are you okay?
5: I'm fine. And she well, stares okay. at you, and doesn't blink. Really, it's a little awkward how long she goes without blinking. Okay. Uh, going off on a limb here. You're you, you seem
4: a little bit like a fish out of water.
5: Why would a fish uh, be out of water?
4: Exactly. I I I don't know you, but hear me I'm out. I'm Asha.
5: You hear that in your head. Okay. Who are you?
4: I, I'm, I'm okay. I'd be happier to know that I've helped a stranger today in m- m- helping them get to a safe place. You seem uh, a little. I understand why like she said sweet. she did
1: say who are you. She asked for your name.
5: Indeed, I did. Uh, Oh, it's Tev Tev
4: That tastes Mm. nice Tev Uh, uh, Taste?
5: Well, yeah Words can taste good or bad in your mouth as you say them And Tev Tev has a good taste
4: Tev is a little concerned, kind of her eels flip, um, twitch downward. Uh, okay, but you seem nice. Thank you. Can I help you get to where you want to be?
5: I'm not sure where I want to be. I'm just gonna keep walking. Do you want an apple? The nice man gave me one. Oh, I already had one, thank you. Okay. And she'll just keep walking towards the center of the town. She's not, like, brushing you off. She's just going right. to keep walking.
1: Yeah. All right, for the sake of expediency, the uh, tavern, Stonehill Tavern is roughly in the center of the town. Can we say you all wound up roughly there. It's also across the street from the place you guys can get a quest. So you all wind up there. It's like, oh, you you uh, picked up a hitchhiker, I see. Uh, did Did, uh, young lady, did you help them with their quest to retrieve the apples?
5: I mean, I have a apple. And she pulls it out. Do you want it?
1: I mean, I did pay for it, so, yes.
5: You paid for this? Oh, I thought it was a gift for me. Okay. She hands it over.
1: Uh, fantastic. Uh, yeah, so you all get a free room for the night, a free round of drinks, and a free dinner. Out. come in, come in.
5: Temple
4: Mm -hmm. help push. The stuff inside and thank him. Thanks for the tip.
1: Yeah. Uh, of course. And he pours each other around a drink and uh, serves you, uh, you know, you get whatever you want off the menu. Unless you have a, like a joke dish you want to order. Like, I'm just going to assume that you order food, not particularly interesting.
5: Uh, Ashley just stands makes, her- in the middle of the room. She's not seated anywhere, she's just standing in the middle of the room. Looking around, a little confused. Mostly looking up confused.
2: What's so interesting about the ceiling?
5: <sighs> I don't like that I can't see the stars. Or the sky. Is it dark? Was it dark when we came in? I don't know. Uh,
1: at this point, we'll say it's around 637. And where well, your region it would be, uh, the sun would have been setting as you came in at this time of year.
5: Either way, I prefer to be able to see the side, the sky. Anywho. She doesn't say anything after that. She's just looking at you.
2: Do I have something on my face?
5: I mean, you have a face on your face.
2: I'd certainly hope so. Otherwise, is something nice would be one. completely wrong. <laughs> Why, thank you. I think your face it's is nice, too. symmetrical.
5: Thank you.
4: Yeah. Hey, uh um Merzel Merzel Merzel.
5: Merzel. Hmm Uh, very round
2: Merzel.
4: Tev kind of scooches closer to uh The pirate dude. So... So are you... You you said you were a captain, right?
6: No. I was what's called a bosun. A bosun? Basically, I kept all the other assholes in line while there was work to do.
4: Oh, thank God. Cool.
6: Yeah, I don't know if I can corral that one. And I'll motion his head towards... Aislinn.
5: She's a... What did you say? She's an sorry, interesting what did you one. say? Did you say something to me, or were you just talking about me? And it's Ashlyn, not Aislinn. Just talking
1: yeah. about you. Ashlyn, got it, yeah. sorry. Spell a spell different than you would think, that's all it is.
5: It's Irish.
3: <laughs>
1: yep. I should know better.
5: Okay, well, she's still standing right, yeah. in the room, just kind of looking at I don't, I don't
1: room, think I can so. do anything about that one. Well, she was provided food and drink, and she's standing there just, like, holding her plate, or is her plate just sitting there completely ignored at the bar?
5: Oh, it's ignored at the bar. She might be holding the drink, though. But it depends on what was given to her.
1: Uh, I mean, he would have asked your preference, so and, And I was like, what can I pour you?
5: Um, water?
1: Water, ah. Do you want water, or do you want water? And he gives you a wink.
5: I want water.
1: All right, he prescientizes a glass of water to taste like beer for you.
5: Oh, no, 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 no.
1: Oh, oh, okay. Oh, you literally meant water. Okay, he pressed it back to water.
5: Like she takes a sip and, and she just gets this most disgusted look on her face. <laughs> That's better. That's much, much better. That's nice. And she's just holding her glass of water, still just standing in the center of the room looking around.
1: It's her favorite flavor, tepid.
5: As long as it's regular water, she'll be fine.
1: Oh, good. I, I almost gave you sparkling.
5: What's sparkling?
1: Uh, he pulls out yeah, pulls out a bottle. It's like a like a champagne bottle and pops it up and pours it. And you can oh, see it's yeah. basically water with bubbles.
5: Why does the water have bubbles? That doesn't seem right. I don't like
1: because that. Because it's fun. It t- it's, it's like a massage for your mouth here. And he holds the glass out to you
2: she
5: like reluctantly takes a sip and she like spits
1: it all out
2: I could have told you it was well, bad <laughs> no why
5: would you do that to water
1: and he just like he spat it all over his face so he just like pulls out a rag and wipes his face clean like I don't know and he walks away disgruntled
2: I love spicy water <laughs> You seem like you'd enjoy spicy food.
1: Yeah. The temp's just sitting in there casual drinking a bottle of Tabasco sauce.
2: Yes. Mm.
4: That is also awesome, incredibly true. And it's great
5: on eggs.
1: She's like the world's spiciest bloody Mary.
5: Yeah. <laughs> Ashlyn's not really hungry because she had a good berry earlier today, so she's
1: fine. Mm. I'll tell you, you all did such a fine job fetching my apples. Uh, maybe you might want to try working another job together. It seems like you have great chemistry. Uh, after you get a rest here at the inn tonight, why don't you pop over to the town hall and look at the quest board?
5: A job?
1: Oh yes, a job. It's a uh, this thing people do traditionally where uh, they perform services in exchange for money.
5: What kind of services? And I don't. Hmm. Okay.
2: What kind of services? We'll go grab something for someone, or go kill something for someone, or you know, monsters. Usually, usually it's not to kill a person, though. I've had a few requests that um, were not exactly on the legal side, Um, but you know, you gotta live in a society, or at least I do, to get nice paper. I don't. I don't live in society. That
5: sounds
2: awful. Well, you seem like someone who casts your stuff with, like, plants and shit. I actually went to school, and I need to write my stuff down on a spell book. So
5: I have to write your magic? So-
2: I have to pay oh, for wait.
5: that. You know, that's what my parents wanted for me. I wasn't very good at that, though.
1: Uh, well, it so happens, uh, and the, the barkeep just pokes his head in and he's like, I do know that the uh, there are three quests on the job board because the, the town hall is really across the street from me. And he says they have three quests, and I've looked at the board. I don't remember all the details, but none of them sound like they're going to intentionally involve killing anything. Oh. I think you're okay.
5: Okay, that's a relief. I don't know.
6: No, I'll, I'll make it intentional. Don't worry about it. <laughs> you've
5: killed a person...
1: I mean, unless there's, like, a bandit or something, probably won't be a person. Uh, There is a problem with orcs in this area right now, so, like, you might encounter some orcish bandits or raiders, but, uh, you know, other than self-defense, I don't imagine you have to kill a humanoid.
5: Okay. Well, I mean, I didn't have any plans on where I was going,
2: so... Sure. I mean, I'm down to go look at the quest board if y'all are.
5: Does that mean I can go outside again? I'd much rather be outside. You can go outside whenever you, know, you co- want. You're a grown adult. At Well, oh, somebody assumed. pushed me in here. <laughs> so I thought that you wanted me in here. So I stayed in here. Okay, I'm going right, to so, go outside.
1: All right, you guys go outside. And just for the sake of making it aesthetically pleasing, because the uh, the, quest, the job board doesn't specify when that's outside. Let's say the job board is portion outside of the town hall. And you see three jobs posted that look like they match what you're looking for. Uh, dwarven Hill Excavation Quest. Dwarf prospectors in the ancient Dwarven ruins in the mountains southwest of here have worked on archaeological digs seeking treasures and relics. They need to be warned that the White Dragon has moved into the area. Take the warning to them and return to the town master to collect a reward of 50 gold pieces. Uh, you also have the Gnomengard Quest. A clan of reclusive rock gnomes resides in a small network of caves in the mountains to the southeast. Gnomes of Gnomengard are known for their magical inventions, and they might have something for which we you you might be able to defeat the dragon. I uh, Get whatever you can from them. If you bring back something useful and don't want to keep it yourselves, the town master will give you 50 gold. And finally, the Umbridge Hills quest. A local midwife, an acolyte of Shanto named Elabra Gwyn, lives by herself in a stone windmill on the side of a hill a few miles south of Phandalin. Uh, the dragon sightings become more common. It's not safe for her to be alone, so we'd like someone to urge Adabra to return to Vandalin. Once she's safe, you can visit the town master to claim 25 gold.
5: What was the price Those on the, the Dwarven Hill one?
1: Uh, 50 gold.
5: Hmm.
1: And Nomengard is 50 gold if you don't keep the shiny things that you get.
2: <sighs> 50 gold pieces to go to a magical place and not get to keep the magical thing? <sighs> the medicine lady
5: sounds nice.
6: Nah, she's on her own. If she's too stupid to leave when there's fucking dragons about, she can kick rocks.
5: That just sounds stubborn to me,
2: not stupid. We're all cheap.
6: No call a, I'll call B. I'm for the dwarves.
2: I was about to say, sounds like Because biggest payout. I mean, I do know
5: dwarves, Well, the gnomes so... pay the
6: same. I also know if all the fucking relics and shit are on a hot shelf. I can get that before they can, and I can fucking sell
2: hmm. Not sure I out. like you. That's rather rude.
5: Film's
6: mutual.
2: Was it? I'm sorry. You don't have to say sorry for being rude. You can just be rude. But, I well, mean... was it yeah, my no,
6: intent? I, I do it all the time.
2: Stealing shit is was... kind of my forte, too, so... I okay, so it sounds like you wanted know. to go to the dorms?
6: Yeah, it's probably the doors.
5: Hmm.
6: Also, if it's in a ruin, it's not stealing, it's reclaiming. I'm not
2: sure. Just depends
6: on if you're reclaiming it for. It is.
2: You didn't know what society
1: was two minutes ago, okay? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, That is a response to me in the chat. I'm just like listening to y'all banter, and I'm just like, I love every single character, but our face is the exact opposite of social. That was. For context to (laughs) Kira's comment. Look, all I'm saying is, if you're an asshole like me, it is kind of
6: stealing because you're just selling it to whoever wants to fucking buy it. But it is technically reclaiming if you get it back to the right people. I just don't give a shit about that second part.
2: (laughs) A veritable Robin Hood.
4: How is it that you convinced me to go help the old lady?
6: Did I? I don't remember doing that.
4: And, and, nope, nope. And I I think that's just the best way to go.
5: I think we should help the medicine woman also. She sounds nice. Okay,
4: well. She's not some
6: cheap.
5: <laughs> hmm. Only as cheap
4: as you make it. Mm.
6: Well, they say she's only worth twenty-five gold, so they made her pretty cheap.
5: Especially to continue. How do you- the... Are you that worried about money? You could have some of mine.
6: Yeah, I am, actually. I got shit I want to do to not be on land anymore.
5: But land is great. Grass and not trees compared to the sea. and mountains and breeze. I think the earth's pretty great.
6: Yeah, all shit compared to the sea.
5: I don't know. I've only been to lakes. I mean water's pretty good too.
2: Refreshing and what? Put me in a city any day. God, <laughs> nature literally right. hates me. At least it feels
4: like everybody it. Everybody rolls.
2: Paper down
4: for the old lady and starts to walk off.
1: Right, everybody roll. Well, hold, hold on, let's not do that. Right, everybody roll Confession.
4: perception. Shit. <laughs>
5: perception. Ash. Yes. 16. 17, and my passive is also
3: 17.
1: All right. 12. Uh, fucking... God damn it. 16. 16. All right, everybody but Tev sees a uh, cold, calculating woman coming up to you. It looks like she was, e- she was eavesdropping from a distance, or maybe caught your attention like she wasn't intentionally eavesdropping. Uh, Alexander, you recognize her as the woman from the Miner's Guild. Halia.
2: Oh, hello again. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh... Hello. I'm
1: sorry. I couldn't help overhearing your dilemma. Uh, I actually have a vested interest in uh, acquiring things of value. Uh, for for, you see, I run the miner the miners exchange, and uh, those uh, dwarven hunters they they are they are part of the miners exchange. And so, if you could help them recover the relics, I could maybe sweeten the pot a little bit for all of you.
2: Sounds good to me.
1: <laughs>
6: yeah, okay. how much?
1: I uh, well, don't care about uh, the money. The reward we have, yeah, the reward we have posted is fifty gold, but that doesn't feel like it would divide well between the four of you. So I can up it to eighty gold, so that would be twenty gold each. Yeah, it'll work. Yep. Uh, fantastic! Mm-hmm. And she hands you a card. And says, "Tell you what, when you get back in town, uh, report to me instead of uh, instead of Townmaster Harbin Wester." And, and uh, if you help the dwarves bring any relics they have that's fantastic uh, you know, just report to me instead of Townmaster Har- town Harbin Wester and she hands you like a little card with the address of the miners exchange easy enough
5: hmm wonderful does she seem to not like the townmaster like is she trying to do something shady here
2: Oh, she's definitely uh, Tara, doing something shady.
1: <laughs> uh, Taylor, why don't you go ahead and roll insight?
2: That
5: is a twenty-five.
1: All right, with the twenty-five, uh, you, you can tell that she's definitely something. That you get from her personality uh, that she's like, like you've seen people before, like like her, the people who kind of like. Uh, like want to be affluent gather wealth and power uh you know she you get the impression she is telling the truth about the fact oh she's like those dwarven excavators she wants them to return she wants their wealth but because she's trying she wants to bypass the town master because she's trying to increase her station in the town and you get the impression like oh she'll probably just turn around and claim 50 of that gold back by claiming it into him she's trying to make herself look better and. Possibly increase her stake in the town.
5: Oh, Ashlyn and doesn't care about any of that, then, so she's fine.
1: I tell you what, do me a favor, Marzel. Uh, you're you're a pirate that's been around the Sword Coast a bit, right? A bit. Have you have you been to the Waterdeep area before? Oh, oh yeah. All right, go ahead and roll me a investigation check.
3: I have very big brain.
1: Six. Yep, you're the only person who would have known this information, and you don't recall it. So, oh well. Uh, you catch a tattoo. A you catch a tattoo on her wrist. The mark looks familiar, but you have no idea. Uh, all over at the table, I do. Like, oh, oh. that's settled then, dears. Uh, you know, best of luck. I, I advise you to wait until daylight. The those orcish raiders out and about. You don't want to uh, get caught out in the middle of the night. Uh, so, why don't you all go get rest in the inn? I overheard you mentioning you had a free room there. Uh, and tomorrow morning, embark out to get those those prospectors safely back to town. And she walks off.
5: As she walks off, she hears her said, in her head, "Bye."
1: She seems unperturbed.
5: I don't know how I feel about that one. She seems Fair. interesting.
4: True, but I think this is a great time to bring up. Um... Knowing how to adjust our voices within public places—it's—it's it's hard to be conspicuous. Wait, or is it inconspicuous? I, you know what i think. Are we trying to me?
5: I don't spend we'll a lot that, of time in public places,
4: and that's okay, sweetie. You could do what you want.
5: Do I have to stay inside mm, the it, inn? Can I just can't I just find a nice tree? Trees are nice. I like trees.
1: Yeah, you do what you want. There is a You're tree free. behind the inn. You're good.
5: Oh, great.
1: You you have paid to sleep on the property. He doesn't care where on the property you sleep as long as it's not what someone else's room.
4: Perfect. Uh, you can see if there's horses?
1: It's it's just Annabeth, the best ass in town.
5: Okay. Well, good night.
2: Good night. Alexander She's going to go wander off to her tree. <laughs>
5: <laughs> She's gonna go wander off to a tree and uh, probably climb up to one of the low branches to fall asleep in.
2: Alexander has expended his social battery and is going to abruptly say bye and then walk off to his room.
5: He Not also gets a door. bye in
2: his head. He does a little salute over his shoulder. <laughs>
3: It's been a slice. I'm all late. right, so
1: uh, that's that's a, like '90s expression for saying, "Oh, hey guys, been a great time." Yeah, there we go. That the Hercules gif in the chat. Anyway, uh, so you all go have uh, you all get a long rest in the inn for all the spell slots and HP you didn't lose. Yay! And in the, I used in the a morning, good berry slot.
5: Up. I don't know what you're talking. about.
1: <laughs> okay, that's fair. You did I didn't hear you specifically say I made a good bear. You said you had a good bear. I thought like I thought that was just a bit.
5: No. <laughs> just found one. She, she that's yeah, how like she you,
1: survived. Yeah, your friend might be a might be a druid, I don't know. Obviously you are, but anyway, uh that is session one. Next time, we will in dwarf we will in in dwarf, thank you. We will embark <laughs> to rescue those dwarven excavators. Right, uh yeah. That, Thank you all so much for listening. Thank you all so much for playing. Uh, this has been Dungeons and Dialogue. Have a good night.
0: Thank you so much for listening to this Bardrock Network production. Don't forget, you can support us by checking out Bardrock Network's sponsor, Dragon Master Games. Support a local game store, get yourself some DTRPG essentials, and help the network produce more excellent content. It really makes a difference. Our show and all the other shows on Bard Rock Network wouldn't be possible without the support of people like you on our Patreon and Ko-fi. That's why we like to thank supporters who pledge above a certain tier at the end of Network Productions. This month's top supporters are Sarah, Queen, Viralor, and Paul. Thank you all so much for supporting the network. If you want to get shoutouts and other rewards, pledge on our Patreon or Ko-fi today. Links in the show notes.